Hello, friends and family. Thank you for joining me. This is Family Time 80, and we're looking at stress management. For our social-emotional learning competencies, we've been looking at self-awareness. We've been identifying some of the issues and some of the stressors in our lives. We've been looking at the emotional reactions that we have to different stimuli and how our emotions then impact our behaviors. Now we're starting to move towards self-management. Specifically, looking at how to manage and utilize stress. And I emphasize utilize stress because stress is necessary. We often think of stress with a negative connotation. We think of it only in a negative light. But we need stress. Stress really is just the pressure, the tension. And that's how we learn and grow and adapt. By facing some pressure, by facing some adversity, by being challenged. When I'm thinking in terms of strength conditioning, there's an acronym called the SED method, which is Specific Adaptation to Imposed Demand, which means we're going to adapt based on what we're making our bodies do. So the imposed demands for, say, a cross-country runner might be different than an offensive lineman, some of the things will overlap. Some will be the same. But they're going to face some different stressors. And you will see the adaptations, the differences in the adaptations between maybe their body types or their ability to perform certain physical activities. But both are being put under stress. We all have different kinds of stress. We all face different pressures in our lives. And that's okay. One thing I, I sometimes struggle with when I'm doing all these social-emotional learning activities with my students is I want them to be very open. I want them to be able to talk about the things that are challenging them, the things that are bothering them. But I don't want them to become complaining sessions and I don't want it to be I don't want it to sort of be a free pass to not do anything about the social emotional challenges in their lives. I don't want my students, I don't want my children to live lives that are free of stress. I don't want them to have too much but I want them to face some stress and face some challenges and adversity because I want them to be strong enough to handle those things. And I want them to learn and grow. And I know they need some stress to do that. The key is finding the right amount of stress. It really exists on a bell curve, like many things in life. On the ends of the bell curve, you're going to have the outliers, sort of the extremes, where on the far left side would be the very low end where we're under no stress. 
that can be enjoyable to a point, but then we're not learning, we're not growing, we're not changing, <laughs> and we're probably living an existence that isn't very fulfilling because we're sort of just languishing. We're going through with the inertia of life. On the other end, we have very high stress situations, traumatic situations, situations we're not really equipped to handle yet. <laughs> That's not good either. Because with this bell curve, we're tracking our performance in these situations. And if we're right in the middle, in that sweet spot, we're getting enough stress where we're maybe struggling, we are having to adapt, and we grow. And our performance is higher in those situations. If I'm likening it back to sports again, If an athlete is competing against another athlete or a team is competing against another team and the opponent is well outmatched physically, technically, tactically, then the team, the individual, isn't going to improve a lot. There's not enough stress to elicit that adaptation. On the flip side, if, if they're playing someone who has them outmatched in all of those areas, and in this case would be like the high school team playing a college team, they're probably not going to get a lot of that performance-wise either because the competition is so much higher that the players, the athletes, aren't ready for that level of stress yet. What we want to do with all of these social-emotional learning activities isn't to eliminate stress. It's to help all of us move our bell curves to the right a little bit give ourselves the experiences, the tools, so we can manage our stress and have high levels of performance in even greater levels of stress. As an athlete, we lift weights, we run, we do whatever the exercises are, we train the techniques of our specific sport, and then it gets a lot easier to deal with more and more stressful situations, to deal with higher and higher levels of competition. It's the same thing academically. We wouldn't take, in most situations, an elementary student and throw them into a calculus class. It would be too much. It wouldn't make a lot of sense. The key is to keep moving the bar and keep moving the bar and keep moving the bar so that we're always under enough stress to grow and not so much stress that we aren't able to adapt, that we're overwhelmed. 
So that's the first thing that I think is important to recognize with stress management. Stress isn't inherently bad. The trouble comes in when we're under too much stress. And they're all all different forms of stress. And some, some stressors are certainly less healthy than others. So what I want us doing this week, starting simply, as we do with all of these activities, is just identify what are some of the stressors in your life. And we've sort of done this already in my classes. We've been talking about our issues and the things that elicit from us emotional responses. That's really our stressors. So we're also looking at what are some stress management strategies that we implement. So this is just taking a look at what are things that we do that help us already, that help us feel less stressed, less overwhelmed. For me, I know I do a lot of things. Exercise is a huge, huge one for me. I know that I feel better when I'm being active, when I'm working out. I can even tell on the days where I work out first thing in the morning versus the days where even if I've intentionally built in sort of a recovery day where I'm not doing a lot of physical activity or I'm not working out quite as hard, it does affect my mood a little bit. I feel much more upbeat. I feel less stressed on those days where I'm getting in a good workout and that's part of my routine. And the physical health stuff in general is paramount for me. I know that for myself. The exercise, the diet, getting off sleep. That's one for years I went with out getting enough sleep. And I still struggle with that at times because I like to stay busy and do a lot of things. But, but I really have noticed that when I'm making an effort to get a good amount of sleep, I am better. I perform at a higher level. And that's even with talking with my students or when I'm delivering a lesson in class, I'm a little more on point when I've been getting good sleep, good rest, good recovery. So all, all sorts of things like that are very important for me when it comes to stress management. Other things, meditating, that's an important part of my routine. I do it pretty much every single day. Unless I miss something for some reason, every morning as soon as I get up, I'm doing a meditation and a breathing routine that helps me manage my stress. Doing art, being creative, writing, drawing, those help me manage stress. Specifically, if I'm doing visual arts, that's something I can do a little, I wouldn't say passively, but I can just sit down and do that and kind of let time go by and fall into it. And I can put on music or even sometimes put on a show. And I'm not necessarily watching the show as I'm drawing, but I kind of have background noise. If I'm writing, I have to be a little more locked in. So visual arts for me is a big one. Playing my guitar, that's a way that I de-stress. I'll sometimes bring my guitar to class just when I feel like we've had a stressful week or people a little worked up. And 
just kind of jam a little bit in class because I do feel like that is a bit of a de-stressor. Let's everybody relax. It helps me relax. So I want all of you to think about what are some things you already do that help you manage stress. And then for us to move forward, what are some areas in which you could use some help? Some help managing your stress. That's another important thing. It's okay to seek out assistance. Whether that's counseling, therapy, just talking to a friend, talking to family members, trying to implement some things that help us manage stress. Sometimes it's difficult to do it on our own. So it's okay to ask for help. And that's what I want to know is what are some areas in your life, what are some stressful situations where you could really use some assistance? Or where do you think maybe by your own opinion, you're coming up a little short with your stress management strategies? I'm still working on a lot of things and I always will be when it comes to managing stress. For me, my biggest things I think are load management. I'm usually pretty good at working at stuff for a long time, digging myself into activities, but sometimes I get a little too much going and I do feel a little overwhelmed. I've got to cross all these things off my list and I put maybe too many things on my plate. So load management has been a big thing for me. And I've implemented a lot of strategies to help me with that. But that's something I'm always focusing on. The other I would say is just remembering to have some fun. I enjoy myself. I love my job. I love the activities that I do, this sort of stuff. I love the time I spend with my kids. I really enjoy myself. But there are some times... And it goes along with that load management where I may be running around doing so many things that I have to remind myself to just hit pause, take a break, and just do something that's fun, enjoyable, that's not directed at a media project or at school or coaching or something like that. Something just sort of silly, lighthearted, just to have a little fun do something social. So those are things I'm still working on. And that's all I really want us focusing on this week. Think about what are the stressors in your life? How do you manage stress now? What are the things that actually work for you and actually help? And what are the what are the areas where you could still use some help? with your stress management. Let's have a great week. Remember that stress isn't always bad. We just have to learn to manage it. And we can. And we can learn and grow and build the strength to handle even greater levels of stress and perform at a high level. Have a great week. Much love. (laughs) 